Hello and welcome to another episode of the Viewfinder Vikings podcast, the only film photography podcast out of Norway. I hope. At least I think. think it is. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Mike Gutterman, or I should say he's the reason why I'm doing an episode tonight, because I had a chat with him uh, earlier today, and we were talking about <clears throat> getting into a podcasting rut and and not producing and, and not um, uploading content and stuff, and that made me think, and I, and I just thought, all right, he's right. I gotta, I gotta do an episode tonight. So here I am. And for those who don't know who Mike Gutterman is, you probably hear this film photography podcast because of Mike Gutterman. So it's probably no need for me to explain it. But he, uh, he, he's the podcasting host of the Negative Positives Film Photography podcast film photo podcast i forgot to ask him about that why he changed that that's so strange but anyway so um i have been saving up a few topics um stuff i've been thinking about and wondering about but uh, it's sort of strange to to have a topic um for a podcast and then just it's sort of just an idea or a question I have and then just leave it out there in the open and and hope that someone will join my Flickr group uh Viewfinder Vikings podcast Flickr group and um I usually have a I usually I always have a a thread a discussion going for each episode and I hope someone will join my conversation um in there and maybe upload some images uh show me images of what we were talking about and experiences and and stuff so that's my goal maybe someone will i hope so but first of all let me just give you an update on what i've been doing uh the last month um i was hoping to upload uh to this podcast a little bit more frequently than uh, it turns out that i i am uploading um but that's just because, uh, you know, life goes up and down, and I have a, a job uh, which I'm, I'm a working photographer, and um, I tried uh, to to run a business, a one man show, and that that sort of that makes me. I I have to do a lot of self promoting and and uh, when the business is. Th- is thriving that's when i'm at my most busy and when the business is not thriving and i don't have work uh, that's when i sort of do all my mental processing and and that's that's when i do my mental work uh my brain constantly is churning how can i fix it what can i do is my approach wrong where can i find new clients if i find new clients when will i get the next paycheck how can i do this and that if i know that my next paycheck is not until 
two months from now or whatever and I constantly have to keep a a clear head and and have a plan and and um, and a backup plan and a backup backup plan so not not to say that I regret starting my own business but um I wish that it it would be easier not the work but everything else getting a job should be easier I feel like uh or getting work and it probably was back in the day where when um everyone needed a, a photographer but now you have to convince everybody that they need a photographer and you have to wait until they have tried themselves and failed and then they go online and search for a photographer and then they find you and then they see your prices and then they close your website yell out a few swear words and then a few weeks go by and then they realize that maybe it's worth it i don't know i'm just rambling but anyways i that's what i've been doing i i've been doing my tax report i've been doing uh marketing uh, i'm slowly coming to the realization that um everything that has something to do with family portraits and and regular portraits um i cannot make a living of and uh, the only thing that's left is my school kindergarten f- photography so that's sort of my last leg to stand on um and if i can't make it with that i think i need to look for a job so that's what i've been doing january february and march i was calling kindergartens and and uh, primary schools and emailing and sending flyers and and uh, pdfs uh, with offers and and presentations and um that resulted in four jobs uh, so i've i've had a bit of a break in half half halfway through april i think those four jobs were were booked and uh, the first one is uh, 7th of may so from middle of april until 7th of may i have a little bit of time to do all my other projects uh, which is more art related and darkroom related so yes yeah, so that's what's going on in my life and my struggles and uh, my hope is that when i go when i've done those four jobs the word of mouth uh, can uh, reach out a little further and and um, next year i might have eight or ten instead of four and um maybe i can uh, sustain a, an income and and take care of my family without having to to get a different job or or work in an office some, somewhere but so the last few weeks i've been doing a lot of darkroom work and uh, uh i've been doing some shooting but mainly it's been darkroom and 
printing and figuring out my gear and figuring out what uh, enlarger lens to use and the limitations of all, all my equipment and that, that's been a struggle because uh, I have paper all the way from uh, 4x6 uh, all the way up to 20 by 24 but my the combination of the larger lens and my diffuser box and and the distance from the lens to the easel uh, all of that plays a part in if you can focus the image onto the paper and I've discovered that the hard way where for instance I thought I could do a project um, on 4x5 where the end results would be printed on 20 by 20 centimeters but that I don't know how that much is it maybe 8 inches I think somewhere around, around that but with all my lenses and all the combinations I cannot get it focused down that small so I'm left with I think 24 by 30 is the smallest so 24 by 24 uh, centimeters which probably would be 9 or 10 inches um, and um, that's sort of frustrating and at the other end I also I, I got a a new and larger lens 150 mil lens from Andrew Bartram and it turns out with, with my combination of gear with that lens I cannot uh, I cannot raise the enlarger lot high enough to cover 20 by 24 so whenever I do 20 by 24 I have to switch out to my other older not so good lens which is 135 mil um, so it's a uh, I keep I keep learning my gear and I, I I see what I need and what I don't need and how I can work around and what's impossible to work around and then I sort of make up my uh, my projects around that so for instance now I've been asked to do um, an exhibition uh, in June and uh, I said yes and I want to do all new material uh, but since uh, I have lots of uh, leftover uh, mat and um, frames that are twenty by tw um, twenty by twenty centimeters. I decided to do that. I I decided to because because the the other photographers that are exhibiting there they usually print on like like aluminum and alu aluminium. I mean and. Uh, those types of things, and they they were all color images, very contrasty, very pop, very saturated stuff. And uh, if I'm going to stand out a little bit, I want uh, white, clean frames uh, with uh, with an off-white um, uh, matte board, and then uh, uh, eight by eight inch uh, black and white darkroom printed image and so I found out today that uh, because of my limitations of my lenses I cannot do that I cannot shoot that project on, on, on 4x5 film so I have to use my 80mm 
lens, which means I have to do medium format. So my only options for medium format is my Bronica, which I have, have up for sale. Um, and I also have a size icon, but there is some issues with the lens on um, one in one of one of the corners. There's like a circle of some sort of distort distortment, and I cannot fix it, and and that sort of distracts me. So, uh, but I have a Hasselblad 500C coming uh, Thursday, and. Um, that's sort of what I'm thinking. I'm going to shoot everything all new uh, with that camera and my 80mm lens. And then I'm going to print it with my 80mm lens in the darkroom, 20 by 20 centimeters, and then f uh, frame it uh, with, the, with the frames I have left. I think I have 10 or 12 uh, frames. And uh, so that's my next project uh, coming up. And uh, I have to do that in between all the kindergarten and and the primary school photography jobs that I got. But it's better than not having any work at all. So, and speaking of darkroom work, I I have been having some ideas or thoughts about uh, how I can make it more efficient in the darkroom, and and I have never done darkroom work in my youth or, or anything and I don't my ideas are probably not original at all but I had this idea where I I have my my f ring folders of of all my negatives uh, uh, sorted by size and um, every time I scroll through it I don't see anything on the negatives unless I open up the folder and put it up to the light and that just bugs me it's so slow and uh, the other day I had the idea of contact printing each uh, plastic folder and then just um, um, using the whole machine to punch out two, two holes and, and just have the paper contact sheet behind the negative sleeve so I could I could just um i can just scroll through or not scroll but you get my you get the idea um and i can see behind every sheet of plastic uh, negatives i could i can look at the contact sheet and and quickly find what i'm looking for but of course that's very expensive 50 sheets of the cheapest paper around here is around let's say 500 so that will be around 60 dollars for 50 sheets so if you're going to use all those sheets just for uh, logistical reasons that's sort of a waste but i think it might be uh, a good sort of habit getting into uh, making a contact sheet uh, from the negatives in the in the sleeves and then and then uh, archiving the the contact sheet behind the 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 fold, the plastic folder so you get better you're better organized and you can quickly find things for instance now I'm I'm doing a flower uh series and I cannot for the life of me separate or distinguish one negative from another I'm not that experienced looking at negatives yet 
and so I don't, I don't, um, I don't see if, for instance, I had one negative where I missed focus by a, a tiny fraction, and the other negative is in focus. I don't see that when I hold the negative up to the light, but I do see it when I contact print them. So, just that would help me a lot. Instead, now I have to sort of pick one at random and then make a print and then discover, oh, it was the other one and then swap it around. So especially now that I've come to the realization that I need to shoot double uh, with with my 4x5 just because I need, uh, just in case there is some dust inside the film holders or something like that, I need to shoot doubles. And if I do that and then I don't make a contact sheet, it will take forever to find the correct one. So that's a, that's a little tip for you if you if you do any darker work. But I'm sure that everyone listening is probably doing it already and I'm just very late to the party. All right, so I guess that was it. I wanted to do a, a bit shorter episode. Um, just to see if uh, my solo shows are any any point in doing. I feel so strange just talking to myself and then uh, relying on written feedback on a on a Flickr group. It's it's sort of counterintuitive to me. So I I, I would surely appreciate it if if you left me some comments uh, on the Flickr group or if you can pick out. Uh, some some of the stuff I've been talking about and maybe elaborating or make a suggestion or or tell me I'm dead wrong uh, in the Flickr group that will be awesome and and maybe we can together may, uh, let the that the Flickr have a comeback in in our lives and we it's not just a place to post your images but also a place of discussion and and uh that sort of thing so that will make me very happy and um a big thanks to to Mike Gutterman for inspiring me to do another solo show and with that uh I'll uh, leave you here so until the next episode I'll see you later bye